Hey everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. Um, this is going to be our 13th, guys, that's it. That's why we're all out of it. It's the 13th episode. Oh, it's the 13th episode. There we go. Oh, that's it. terrible. That's it. Uh, so this is our 13th episode for Throne of Glass. Um, so these are our bi, bi, I almost said bi, Annalie. Jesus. There are bi <laughs> We don't do it very often, do we? <laughs> These are our bi-weekly episodes where we're going through the OG series from SJM. Um, so what we do here, um, well, I mean, we're still the same shit shows that we always are. So there's cursing, there's spoilers, you know how we go. We're even more of a shit show tonight. Well, it's really bad. I'm not, yeah, guys, well, I'll, I'll give you a proper warning. But um, so we're not spoiling the entire Throne of Glass series with these. What we're doing is you'll hear like, quote unquote, spoilers for the Throne of Glass book. Um, so if you haven't finished the actual, like, first book, Throne of Glass, then probably don't listen. But, um, other than that, what we do is if there's any spoilers for the entire series or, like, thoughts, or really it turns out that we end up venting about something that we're like, oh my god, how did we not? Um, that'll be at the end. We'll give you, like, a spoiler warning so you can drop off before that. Um, especially because, I don't know about you guys, but, like, lately we have a lot of listeners that are, like, halfway through this series. Yeah. And it makes me very nervous where I'm like, okay, guys, please, like, I'm, like, trying to be thoughtful of what we put in, like, captions yeah. and, like, post on stories, but, because, like... Make sure we don't spoil it. Yeah, because, yeah, I would hate to spoil Third of Glass, especially some of the craziness in this. I would hate to spoil it for anyone. Honestly, um, I get worried when we, like, are talking about, like, these books and, like, just, like, names in general. Like, yes. dropping names. Yeah, like, it can I'm mean just, a like, lot. Oh, fuck, have we talked about this person yet? Yeah, you're like, ugh. Um... So, yeah, as we've kind of mentioned, uh, you've got one sticky and two very, very tired individuals. So, buckle up, folks. Buckle <laughs> All the drugs. All yeah, the Caitlin's on all kinds of drugs. Like, we don't even know what she, like. Uh, legal drugs. Yeah, legal. Legal, drug. legal, legal drugs. drugs. Sorry, yes. legal, legal, legal drugs. Um, I think, like, you know, NyQuil. <laughs> NyQuil, ZQuil. I took so much last night. I was, like, knocked I thought you were about out. to say you took NyQuil and ZQuil at the same time. And no. I was like, sweetie. No, I would be hallucinating. You'd be like Sleeping Beauty, bro. <laughs> You'd be in a deep, deep sleep. Um. Oh, my God. Then her prince could wake her up. Madison, she's being a coma, sweetie. It's not a good thing. <laughs> Jesus. I it doesn't work like that in the real world. Oh, my God. Um, so with that in mind, we're going to be, we're just doing chapters 34 and 35 today. Um, both of them are actually decently long for Throne of Glass episode, or Throne of Glass, Jesus, Throne of Glass chapters. Oh, my God, I did this nothing before, happens. Madison. There, well, my chapter, you get, a, a like, a lot of background. Wait, like, I, I really nothing. like your chapter, and I'm about Madison to go for one for one. Uh, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk yeah. about. I really like your chapter. Yeah. Yes, but not, um, not much. I'm gonna go happens. ham in it. Go harder in the pain. Uh, um, I live in the pain. Oh Jesus God! <laughs> what is that? What is that song that deals with paint? Ice cream paint job! Oh my god! Oh, what? A hot minute since I thought of that song. I, did you, oh did, my did you god! Just bring ice, ice, cream, cream. ice cream paint job, man. That's been a long what time. What is that? That's been a long whoa, whoa, whoa. time. Whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Caitlin, did you just ask what ice no, cream paint job? No, I have no job? idea. I have. I'm looking it up. Don't, don't. Yeah, you should Google that. You don't know what ice cream paint job is? So oh my mean. god! Wait, I'm. I don't even know what to say. I don't know. That was our high school, like high school. It must that have been an Ohio thing. No, that was high it's school. It's not an Ohio thing, bitch. It was on Billboard Top 100. 
Fuck that you. was a thing, man. That was a thing. That Guys, was a we need a thing. poll. We need a poll. Yeah. That was a thing. Please reach out if you know what Ice Cream Paint Shop is. The actual song and or, you know. I know what it term. I understand what it means. Okay. I can't believe you don't know, like, the song. Why do I know a song and you don't? Yeah. Okay. While Caitlin's trying to figure her life out, Madison, do you have Always. a recap for us? That's fair. Oh, fuck! The recap! Oh. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> She's oh literally God. frantically pulling up her notes. I'm sorry. Guys, I was, was like, I was like totally, like, just dumbfounded that Caitlin didn't know fucking ice cream paint job, and then... You know, Honestly, I got, I got distracted. That's I'm fair. So Caitlin, sorry, this guys. is all your fault. Wow. Okay. I'm so sorry. Hello. 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 Is that um, showing? Wait, Caitlin, are you listening to it? Did yes, I just hear it? <laughs> Was that going through the headphones? <laughs> no, I heard it. I have no idea. I've never heard of this. You're insane. Okay, Madison, <sighs> what you got? Okay. Um,. So, I got the last episode. Um, was that the last crusade? Was that the one? Yeah. That okay, great. My Indiana Jones it. reference that you all thought was dumb. <clears throat> I mean, just because like I haven't seen it. Oh my god. Okay, so of course you know we got. I feel like every time I start a recap, I'm like, oh yeah, someone else is dead. Dead. <laughs> oh Everybody man. Everybody just dies in this first this first book. Oh, so many people die. Oh, my gosh. It's so, another everywhere. person is dead. Another cha- uh, champion has been dead. Um, the test is, like, tricky AF. And we're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? Um, we're, you know, dealing with poisons. You know, are we the right cup? You know, how are we going to survive? Um, et cetera. So, you know, thankfully, thankfully, um, Selena... Um, get some help from like a very unlikely source here. Okay. Um, a source I don't approve of, but a source. <clears throat> and she literally cheats off her neighbor, which. <laughs> hey, is it? Okay. So I don't know. If it's, I don't like qualifying it as cheating because he allowed, it's not like she cheated off of him. She cheated the test because he allowed her to, he helped her. You know what I mean? It's I don't know. So it's a cheating. fine line. There's a it's gray area cheating. there. There was definitely some cheating there. Um, <clears throat> anyway, she saves the life of a puppy. Oh, God, hearts. Hearts in our eyes here. Um, but then, um, we're dealing with Caltaine, and she has a massive headache. Something shady going on there. Something um, shady With, you know, Caitlin's Duke. <laughs> <laughs> You're Duke so Barrington funny. Duke up and up with... Why won't this die? <clears throat> it will never die. Um, anywho, um, so... Caltaine is like, you know, with some shady shit with the Duke of Parrington. And we're like, oh, hello, hello. Meanwhile, uh, Nehemia drops massive bomb. Massive bomb of some tragic yeah. news. Hundreds of people are dead. Um, and it's just like, wow. Wow, very profound. Heart moving. Tears are crying. Shit. Yeah, what do you say to her? Like, rough. Yeah. Yeah, there's it's, no words. It's a rough one. Um so we start off chapter thirty-four with so uh Nehemia had already left and Selena was just sitting by her window watching the snow, which I do appreciate that because that's one of my favorite things to do. 
Um, and then all of a sudden, like this was like right on time for her. She was the clock chimed 11. Selena stretched and then stopped as pain seized her stomach. She Ugh. bent over, focusing on her breathing and waiting for the cramp to pass. She's been like this for over an hour now, and she pulled her blankets tighter around herself. The heat from the fire, uh, roaring fire, not adequately reaching her seat by the window. Thankfully, Philippa entered, um, extending a cup of tea. So, Selena, she takes a cup of tea and is like, Philippa's like, um, she's like, uh, I can't imagine what the princess must be feeling. She must, she's fortunate to have a good friend like you, though. And she goes, thank you. Philippa goes, careful now. I didn't know assassins could be so clumsy. If you need anything, send word. I've had my fair share of monthly pains. So, this is something that, like, Madison, would you like to speak on? I, I really, I really got to talk about this. Yes. <clears throat> do you want me to hear, do you want me to read this paragraph and then you can yes, talk about Yes, you can read it? the paragraph so, first. Yeah. So, her weight gain over the past three and a half months has allowed her monthly cycles to return after near start starvation and endovier had made them vanish so okay sjm you mother fucking queen hello feminism in a goddamn book yes i am in love with this how many motherfucking times do books just graze over or completely not even mention a motherfucking period this is real fucking life this is real fucking life, and I'm so glad that SJM actually fucking addresses this. Like, I just, like, I love this. Um, it's just, it's so real. And, I mean, granted, <clears throat> you know, two hot guys aren't waiting on me hand and foot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so that's, you know, kind of depressing when my monthly comes around. But I am, like, literally, like, yes. Thank you for addressing this. Thank you for writing this in a book. Like, we need more of this because it's it's real life and like i think that so many books so many authors just ignore this completely and like they're like oh it's a book we don't need to talk about this or address this this is real i love it i love it i also think it's really good so like a big thing that's like in the fitness industry is like when women lose their periods during like that is when not they work good. out, it's not a good thing. And it's just right. like, it does, you don't, you're not. When right, you're in like, unhealthy weight. You're just so unhealthy. And that's a big thing that like the fitness industry is like starting to bring back that it's like really good to get your periods. And it's obviously noticeable in here because her weight gain, which is what's needed kind of to get your period back. Mm -hmm. So, so Selena's kind of like dying, which again, we all know, I think Mads especially knows pretty bad <laughs> story of, my of life. how this how this badly is um and all of a sudden like kale comes in and he goes i heard about nehemia and uh, selena's like what are you it's isn't it late for you to be here and he goes are you sick she goes i'm indisposed he goes because of what happened to the rebels and selena's like didn't he get it no i'm truly feeling unwell <clears throat> yeah uh, immediately immediately his mind goes to the rebels like nah, what? nothing else nothing else not a feminine thing nothing about selena is i think like extremely like feminine to him yet no like i think he finds her like you know obviously attractive i mean she still thinks of him as like um, an assassin yeah but like this is like a very feminine thing and i don't yeah. think he's used to seeing her he's just he's just so oblivious that it's just it just he's like he's talking about this 
And she goes, listen, I know I'm, like, he tries to, <laughs> I can't get over this. Listen, I know that I'm sometimes aloof with you, and I know you complain about Dorian, but it's a good thing that you befriended the princess, and I appreciate your honesty and unwavering friendship with her. I know that the rumors about Nehemia connection with the rebels in Eowe, but but I like to think that if my country was conquered, I would stop at nothing to win back the, my people's freedom too. <laughs> he keeps going, and all of a sudden, Selena's like, "Oh fuck!" She goes, she was like wrapped around her lower spine, and then sudden churning oh. in her stomach. Oh, the worst! That I I just. I relate to this so hard. I, I relate Dave. to this so hard. And I'm like, Literally, yeah. my first day, if I don't get drugs in my system, I'm incapacitated for a while. And Kale's like, I might, I might have been wrong. And all of a sudden, the cramping, usually, on a cu- usually accompanied by nausea, but she wouldn't vomit. Not right now. Kale. <laughs> Kale just fucking continues. It just uh, he's he's so Kale obl- just like, let's and how annoying is it when you're just like rolled over in pain to have someone like standing there talking to you trying to have and a you're conversation. just like shut Bro, the fuck up you're just I like fuck off please I can't tell you the amount of times and God love him he's trying to make means well when I'm like thrown up trying, in like a lupus rut and Ian will literally sit there on the bed like next to me and be like oh and he'll like try to distract me and I'm literally like could you shut just up. not make a noise. I, like, have some seriously bodily, like, problems where my periods are, like, God, fucking, like, craters, like, blowing up. But anywho, and, like, Eric will just, like, be, like, rubbing my back and be, like, how can I help you? And I'm, like, just go the fuck away. (laughs) I love you so much. I I love you so much. Thank you for caring about me, but please go away. Yeah, I'm trying to spare you. I'm, like, crying. I'm, like, oh, God. (laughs) I just like I when I'm sick I don't want to be touched so it's like my pa- like right now my dad's like do you want to like come over and like hang out I'm like no don't touch me don't be near me I literally just want to lay down I in my bed. I love how your dad wants to hang out. That's so cute. Oh my dad's like so badly wants me to be around to like <laughs> so he can take care of me and I'm like no I don't need it. But adorable. So then she she goes again. Kale's still trying and he goes. And her Ottolin's assassin, but I was wondering if if you wanted to. <laughs> and she goes, Kale, she wards, and then she vomits all over the floor. Like, that's just a, I mean, that's what happens. I like, just, I feel this. Yes. On such and then, and then Kale's level. like, oh my gosh, you're actually sick. <laughs> I feel this just on a visceral level. Like, just. Yes. Well, but she feels better now. She goes, the world was clearer now. So obviously that helped. Um, And so Kale, like, escorts her to the bed. And he goes, I'm not ill like that. And he goes, she goes, then in what way? I, uh, (laughs) her face was hot. She thought she would melt onto the floor. Oh, you idiot. My monthly cycles finally come back. And then, of course, Kale is just like, I'm sorry. Any guy just feels awkward about those conversations. Like, it's and they just. run in the opposite direction, yes! like Roadrunner. Yes. And he goes, if, then I'll take my leave. And he immediately leaves. And I'm like, all right, that, that Literally works. ran faster out of the room than Roadrunner. Yes. So, I all just those imagine things. him, like, tripping, like, tripping himself it's or tripping, really or, or, like, sliding around a corner to get out. Sprinting. Oh, man. Um. And so, like, 
Slade is just like laying in bed, like praying for sleep. You know when you're like sick or when you're on your period, you're just like, please, and then you let me can't sleep. sleep. Yes, mm-hmm. you can't yes. get comfortable and like you yes. almost, and then you move, and, and it's you're like, stabbing. good God, kill me now. You're little, you're just praying. You're like, oh, either end my life or let me sleep, please. Um. So then all of a sudden, like sleep wouldn't come, and all like all of a sudden the door opens, and of course when you're feeling sick, you want the prince to show up in your chambers. And uh, Dorian is like, I intercepted Kale, and he informed me of your condition. You'd think a man in his position wouldn't be so squeamish, especially after examining all those corpses. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I fully appreciate that sass. And so, like, Kale's like, I mean, Kale, Dorian's like, do you want to play? And she's like, no. She's like, don't you have people to entertain you? She goes, you should be honored by my company. And, like, she's like, I would be honored if you would leave. And uh, for someone who raised on my good graces, you're very bold. Bold, I've barely begun. Your new canine companion is doing well, if you wish to know. And Selena's just like, go away. I feel like dying. I know. Like, literally, though, I think I'd want to... Like, I always want to cuddle with my dog. Like, when I feel like shit. Like, and I feel like Kirby always knows when I feel like shit. And he wants to cuddle with me, too. Like, it's the only time I'm allowed to, like, cuddle with him and be the one in charge. So, like, (laughs) I feel like I would definitely want my dog with me. Oh, Oh, yeah. I have all four of them lay on me and, like, in in bed with me when I'm feeling like shit. I just, like, pile them all on (laughs) As many animals as possible. That's me. <laughs> and Dorian's like, no fair maiden should die alone. I literally would just be like, shut up. Like, <laughs> he's like, shall I read to you in your final moments? What story would you like? I mean, I I do love this back and forth here. I Maybe. just love that he's like, he won't stop talking. But, like, you can tell he's got a, like, strategy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but also... I would definitely want Dorian to read me something, like, erotically dirty. Yes. And just, like, I imagine his voice to be a little bit raspy. Oh, I like it. Oh, that kind of would yeah, be Yeah, just read, talk dirty to me, Dorian. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Talk dirty to me. Oh, my God. Do you it. know that song, but you don't know Oh, it. hell yeah. Top. Dude, I What's literally have this? no... I have no idea what that song is. I can't believe you've never heard this. No idea. So, they're, like, kind of doing this back and forth. Selena's like, get out, leave me be, and go womanize someone else. And uh, <laughs> she threw the book at him, which I appreciate. Because I, didn't I don't mean... condone throwing books, but I understand in this situation. <laughs> well, she goes, I'd hope, <laughs> Dorian just kind of catch- catches it. And he's like, I'd hope that Otterlin's assassin would choose an attack to attack me in a more dignified manner. At least with a sword or a knife, though uh, preferably not in the back. <laughs> and, like, Slayton just, like, stumbles over. Um, to uh, And he's like, it's Dorian, by the way, not your highness. Very well, say it. Say what? Say my name. Woo! Say my name, say my name. Say my oh, name. that's not where I went. When no one is around me, say it. Okay. Um, very well, Dorian. And <laughs> she goes... If it pleases your monogamous holiness, I shall call it. Shall call you by your first name. 
So we're getting some more, like, back and forth. And all of a sudden, like, Dorian reads the book pages, Sunset's Passions. <laughs> this would be a book Madison would have him read. His hands gently caressed her ivory silky... His eyes widened. By the word, did you actually read this rubbish? What happened to symbols and power and Ilway customs and culture? You may borrow it when I'm done. If you read it, your literary experience will be complete. And it will give you some creative ideas of things to do with your lady friends. He goes, I will not read this. Then I suppose you're just like Kale. <laughs> it's them against she each said other. That, she set that up she's, perfectly. Literally, she's like, no, Kale's not going to read it. He's like, fine, I'm going to read it. And so uh, they kind of just like, uh, like she was literally just like, they were sitting there and she felt Dorian watching her. Not in the cautious way Kale sometimes watched her, rather than, rather, Dorian just seemed to be watching her because he enjoyed watching her. And she enjoyed watching him too. Good lord. These people. Um, and all of a sudden Dorian like didn't realize he was staring at her. And Selena goes, what are you staring at? You're beautiful. Don't be stupid. Did I offend you? No. And uh, so she was just like, he'd never known an attractive woman for so long without courting her, save for Caltaine. And he couldn't deny that he was aching to learn what Selena's lips felt like, what her bare skin smelled like, how she'd react to the touch of his fingers along her body. Oh. Hmm. Well. Well. Hello. So, yeah. Um, so then he starts thinking about Yule Mass, how it's a time of relaxation. Relaxation. <laughs> yeah. Relaxation Yo. and some action right there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Woohoo. Um, <clears throat> excuse me as I die. Um, so he's thinking about Yule Mass. Um, he's also then thinking about the... Uh, 500 people that dead how he can never ever look at how he could ever look at Nehemia in the face again and how could he someday rule a country whose soldiers have been trained to have so little compassion for for human life which this really goes to show the difference between him and the king right now oh yeah he's he's good at least yeah and he like and then he starts thinking about he realizes Selena's from Terrasin and he's like he just he doesn't know how he would be able to do it um and she was like, it was a miracle Selena bothered to acknowledge his existence, or perhaps she'd spent so long in Otterlin that she'd stop caring. And so Selena kind of like brings him back. He's like, is there something the matter? And he goes, you must hate me. Hate me and my court for our frivolity and mindlessness when so many horrible things are going on outside of the city. I heard about those butchered rebels and I'm ashamed. I understand why you have such ease when killing my kind, and I don't blame you for it. And Selena's like, Dorian, I, and he goes, I know you'll never tell me, but I know something terrible happened to you when you were young. Something, perhaps, of my father's own doing. You have a right to hate Otterlin for seizing control of Terrison, as it did for taking all of the countries and the countries of your friend. He goes, you won't believe me. But I don't want to be a part of that. I can't call myself a man when I allow my father to encourage such unforgivable atrocities. Yet even if I ple uh, pleaded for clemency on behalf of the conquered kingdoms, he wouldn't listen. Not in this world. 
this is the world where I only picked you to be my champion because I knew it would annoy my father, which is true. But if I had refused to sponsor a champion, my father would have seen it as a sign of distest. And I'm not yet enough of a man to stand up against him like that. So I chose Otterland's assassin to be my champion because the choice of my champion was the only choice I had. He was like, life shouldn't be like this and, and the world shouldn't be like this. Interesting. Interesting monologue there. It just, it's, there's a lot to process there because like he's, he's admitting that he was kind of an ass where he just had her be his champion to like, you know, piss, piss off her dad. Yeah. And then he admits that he's a coward because he like couldn't like not Can't really stand up. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, he's talking about like all the hope he has and like how he doesn't want to be like he recognizes the evil and doesn't want to mirror it. Like, yeah, there's a like you got some good stuff. You got some bad stuff. You got some eh stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. And Selena is just like, I don't hurt you. I mean, I don't hate you. Sorry. I don't think you're like them. I'm sorry if I've hurt you. I'm joking most of the time. And uh, so they kind of just go back and forth about just like they're hurting. Like, if only you could come to the Yule Mass Ball with me, be grateful you can't attend. And Selena's like, why can't I can't attend? She goes, I like attending parties. Um, and he's like, well, when you're the champion, you can. And he goes, I should probably. So all of a sudden, like, she made a face. He wanted to tell her then that if he could, he would have asked her to go with him, that he wanted to spend time with her, that he thought of her even when they were apart, but he knew she would never have laughed. But he, oh, there we go. I was like, wait, that didn't make sense. But he knew she would have laughed. Woo! Um, and <laughs> the clock chimed midnight, and, like, so he's like, all right, I gotta go. I have a day of council meetings to look forward to tomorrow, and I don't think Duke Parrington will be pleased if I'm half asleep for all of them. Um, so as she leaves, she goes, um, he goes, rest well, Selena. Good night, Dorian. So... Selena's looking out at the moonlight as she's, like, laying in bed. Um, a mass ball in UMass, even if it was the most corrupt and ostentatious court in Aurelia, it sounded dreadfully romantic. And, of course, she wasn't allowed to go, so she let out a long sigh through her nose and tucked her hands behind her head. What Was that what Kale wanted to ask before she vomited? A true invitation to the ball? <laughs> How so, romantic. I know, so romantic. <laughs> Selena closed her eyes and smiled. She could not think of ni no nicer gift than for Kane to be found dead the next morning. Still so, as the clock, yeah, still as, <laughs> still as the clock marked the passing hour, Selena kept her vigil, waiting, wondering what truly lurked in the castle and unable to stop thinking of his 500 dead Eelway rebels buried in some unmarked grave. So that's the end of chapter 34. Like I said, I mean... I feel like we get, like, Dorian, like, finally, like, being humanized, I guess that's kind of what it is. We're just getting more depth. Like, yeah. Not just, like, a playboy. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, okay. So, my chapter opens up kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this is a creepy vibe. Um, so, Kale is just, you know, uh, looking out a window on the second floor of the castle. He's looking out into the courtyard, just watching two figures walk between the garden, like, the hedges in the garden. And it's Selena and Dorian, and he's just, you know, casually watching. You know, he's he's watching because it's, you know, there's an assassin with his prince. He's just worried about his safety, you know. Nothing else, you know, no jealousy, nothing like that. 
No, not at all. Right? And he's like, oh, I should be down there. That, like, she doesn't, like, grab Dorian and try to escape. And he's like, logic and years of experience screamed at him to be there. And he's like, she was deceitful and cunning and vicious. And I'm like, Root, you literally just saw her dealing with, like, a very bad, like, time of the month. And she was, like, human. You know? Like, he still views her as, like, a monster. Yeah. And it, like, but it's just, I think this, like right here shows where he's like really starting to struggle with that dichotomy of the monster and then the young woman that he like gets to talk to because that's what he says he's like with each day he felt the barriers melting he let them melt because of her genuine laugh because he caught her one afternoon sleeping with her face in the middle of a book because he knew that she would win oh well that's kind of cute still creepy yeah. like sitting there watching her and then we flip she was a criminal, a prodigy at killing, a queen of the underworld, and yet yet she was just a girl sent at 17 to Endovir. Endovir. I can't say it, guys. I'm sorry. And that's when he kind of thinks about it. He's like, I mean, he remembers that he was training to be a guard at 17, but he was in a training program with food and water available and a roof over his head. Like, and he, like, chose that route. And he yeah. just doesn't understand how, like, she literally went to a death camp and survived. And not only that, like, during the winter months. And he, like, realizes, like, he'd never seen anybody whipped or anybody die in those conditions or anything like that. He's really starting to, like, I think this is a moment where he really stops and, like, realizes what she went through. and Or tries to process it. Yeah, yeah. he tries. Yeah, let's put it that. Yeah, good call, good call. And, like, so he's looking at her and she laughs at something Dorian said. And he's just, like, flabbergasted that she can still laugh. He's like, how the heck do you do that with what you went through? And then he goes, while it terrified him to see her down there, a hand's breadth from Dorian's unprotected throat, what terrified him even more was that he trusted her. And he didn't know what that meant about himself. And I kind of want to be like, it probably means that, you know, you're a good guy. I don't know. Maybe. Just yeah. Saying. Um, and so from his point of view, we flash down to Selene and Dorian, who are just walking, um, not hand in hand or arm in arm, even though she says... She does note she would like to be, but she blames it on the cold, you guys. It's not that she yeah. has any feelings or anything. Um, but they're walking throughout the snow in the gardens, which honestly sounds awful. She even notes that, like, her, like, giant clo like fur-lined cloak doesn't keep her warm. I don't sign me up for this, guys. I'm just going to say right now. If it is, like, cold outside, no thank you. Catch me outside. <laughs> I hate you. No thank you. No thank you. I like to be outside. It is literally 69 degrees in my house, and I am in a sweatshirt, sweatpants, fuzzy slippers, and a blanket is on me. Like, I don't do cold. I literally sleep. I don't. Well, I sleep that? with my windows open, and I turn my heat off in, like, the summer. I mean, in the winter. Uh, what? Why? Yeah. Yep. You're a freak. You're a freak. So anyways. Okay, so they're walking. Um... And we realize that she really hasn't seen Nehemia. Um, the princess has been spending most of her time in her room since the um, since the terrible news about the rebels. Understandable. I mean, yeah, that's my thinking, too. And she also notes that it's been over three weeks since she last heard from Elena. Um, no help there. Surprise, surprise. And she realizes it's kind of odd because there have been three tests since then. Um, and she hasn't heard anything. So we find out in one of those, it was an obstacle course. Uh, Peller hadn't done well. He'd been sent home. 
Um, but then we just, once again, really, really casual here. Selena notes, like, oh, yeah, three other competitors have been murdered in, what do they say? And she says, in forgotten hallways. I love how hallways. that's, like, a casual Yeah, notation. it's, like, so, right? It's so normal. She's literally, like, all found in forgotten hallways, all mutilated beyond recognition. All right, okay, let's just breathe right by that. So we find out, in case you're bad at math, which fair, because it's hard to keep track of whoever's died in the challenges or been murdered. Yeah, you You have no idea. No, there's six of them left, uh, of course, including Kane and little Grave, his little, you know, like, minion. Nox is still in it, which we like. Um, There's a soldier who remains nameless. And Renault, who was a vicious mercenary who stepped up to replace Varen as Kane's right-hand man. And... We find out, of course, Renault is, like, taunting Selena. So, of course. Of course. Um, but she shoves all those thoughts aside because she's, like, I'm, I'm watching, like, uh, I'm walking with Dorian. And she catches him, like, staring at her. <laughs> Ooh. Of course. And I love this. She ha- Of course, she hadn't been thinking of Dorian when she chose such a fine lavender gown to wear tonight. Or when she made sure her hair, her, her hair was so carefully arranged. Or that her white gloves were spotless. Of course not, Selena. Sure. Sure okay and that's when dorian's like okay so we've walked around the garden like twice what do we do now and she's like don't you have princely duties to attend to and that's when like dorian's literally like she like pulls up her hood and dorian's staring at her throat i'm like okay and she's just like what are you looking at and he asks he says you always wear that necklace is it another gift um and that's when, even though, like, she wears gloves, he looks at her hand where she wears the amethyst ring that Kayla got her. And oh. the spark literally dies in his eyes. And I was like, oh, gosh. gosh the jealousy. Yeah. And she covers the amulet, and she goes, no, I found it in my jewelry box, and, like, the look of it, you insufferable, you insufferable territorial man. And All right. I mean, yeah. at least she calls him out on it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I appreciate that. And he goes, it looks, it's very old looking. Been robbing the royal coffer, have you? And he, like, winks, but she notices, like, there's not actually, like, warmth behind it. Like, he's he's a little upset. And she just says no. And Selena even notices, like, even though, like, she doesn't think it would, like, help, actually help her ward anyone off or anything. Since Selena gave it to her, it comforts her. So she doesn't take it off. Even though she consciously is like, oh, it won't help me. But, like, subconsciously it comforts her. So she keeps it on. And he keeps staring, like, at her hand, which is covering the necklace. And then he just stares at the necklace. And we get a little backstory here. When I was a boy, I used to read tales about the dawn of Alderaan. Sorry, guys. I'm a Star Wars person. It's Alderaan. Gavin was my <laughs> Gavin was my hero. I must have read every legend regarding the war with Erwin. And that's when Selena's like, how the fuck did he figure this out so quickly like i think she's starting to realize hmm, he's a lot smarter than uh than he looks yeah this is and what so she... reading books does to you people right <laughs> exactly. he's smart as hell exactly and so she just kind of goes and like she's trying to just you know play it smooth and he goes elena first queen of alderaan had a magical amulet in the battle with the dark lord gavin and elena found themselves defenseless against him he was about to I kill. I feel them. like we could have like created a more creative name than the Dark Lord. You or Erwin. Erwin's like it reminds me of Lord of the Rings too. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. I feel like we could have done better. 
laughing, so. But let's go on. Um, he was about to kill the princess when a spirit appeared and gave her the necklace. And when she put it on, Erwin couldn't harm her. She saw the dock lord for what he was and called him by his true name. It surprised him so much that he became distracted and Gavin slew him. They called her necklace the Eye of Elena. It's been lost for centuries. Huh. Interesting. Oh. And another weird... I think I have one of those in my jewelry box. I feel like I do too, actually. Weirdly <laughs> enough, you know? Oh my god! How I'm do we saying. have them? <laughs> so, another weird thing about this, and that's what Elena, or, uh, Selena notes, is Dorian... I mean, his dad is the one that outlawed, like, magic and all talk of, like, any magical history, anything like that. And he's the one talking about, like, powerful amulets and, like, this this magical story, right? That is good to know. And she goes, what, you think this is the eye? And he just goes, I suppose not. But I've seen a few illustrations of the eye, and your necklace looks like it. Perhaps it's a replica. Huh. And she goes, perhaps. And then she asks him about his little brother who is trapped. He's like snowed in at his school up in the mountains. Oh, um, crazy. Right, yeah. And Selena, like, they talked for like an hour afterwards still. So they're still walking around the grounds, right? But she barely hears him because her heart rate is through the roof. Um, and she goes, Elena had to have known someone would recognize her amulet. And if this was the real thing... The king could kill her on the spot for wearing not only an heirloom of his house, but something of power. Fucking Elena, always setting her up. This line right here. This line right here. Yet again, she could only wonder what Elena's motives actually were. Oh! Huh. I can't. I can't. Right? Crazy. So, Selena is reading a book in bed, and she keeps looking at the tapestry that leads to the, to the, uh, what will we call it? Like, not, um, the crypt? Yeah, I, yeah, it's a crypt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she literally has shoved a chest of drawers, like, in front of it to, like, block the passageway. Smart. And she keeps, like, just looking around, because she's on edge. One, because of Elena and, like, the whole, like, I have Elena necklace, and because, you know, murderer. Um... So she's like, "Why? what did Elena want with her? Like, dead queens usually didn't come back to give orders to the living. She's just like, if she... Really? If, that doesn't happen that frequently? I, I I personally have a lot of experience with this. I don't know about you guys. Um, I see just saying. People. I see dead people. I see dead people. Oh, Caitlin's was creepy. That was really, creepy. That was really cr- Oh, God. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, what are guys. we doing? <laughs> Jesus. Um, Do you so think, she's, like... Wait, what is it, what? like... You spin around like no we're not going to talk about that nope nope oh bloody mary or whatever nope what we're not even going to go down that road nope you did it once did you see bloody mary she nope never going to do go down that road again nope oh did she come out no i just don't if for, nope Guys, anywho just the fun fact caitlin really doesn't do well with like ghost stories or anything no i saw bloody mary i'm calling it now nope <laughs> So, uh, Selena's, like, kind of spiraling, where she's, like, it's not like she wasn't, like, fulfilling Elena's command, like, to win, you know, and, like, she's, like, I don't know, Elena's like, there's this... command, go fuck that! <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Sorry. I don't think we have strong enough feelings on how Max right. feels about this. Um, 
And that's when a door shuts inside her rooms. Because remember, Selena kind of has like a suite. And she jumps up. The book flies out of her hands. Um, she oh my god, it's it. Bloody Mary! Shit. Um, she grabs a brass candlestick and she's like ready to leap off the mattress. And it's it's just her maid, like, just happily humming, like, completely oblivious to the panic she caused. Meanwhile, um, this assassin's ready to attack. Them right? <laughs> it's so what sad. What is this clue in the bedroom with the candlestick? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Selena gets out of bed, and she's trying to find her book, and it somehow ended up under her bed. Um, and so she's kneeling on the floor to get it, and she can't really see it. So she grabs the lit candle and holds it under, and she immediately sees the book. But as she grabs it, she notices a white line across the floor beneath her bed. I don't I know about y'all at this point. That fucking cloud oh, fuck is underneath that. her bed. Oh, that. <laughs> Literally at this I point. I just made this story creepier. Yeah, you're just going at like, ooh. So I'm going grabs- hard in the paint today. She grabs the book and just stands really quickly, and she's, like, trembling. She's like, what the fuck is going on? And, um, sure enough, she starts moving her bed, right? And she freezes because, as she says, everything inside of her turned to ice ward marks. Dozens of the marks had been drawn onto the floor with chalk, and they're forming, like, a giant spiral, and there's a large mark in the middle. And she's just staring because the mark in the middle, she's seen it before. It was on Varen's mutilated dead corpse. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Fucking Lord. And so she rushes to her nightstand, grabs the pitch of water. Because remember, it's chalk. So, like, I think this is really smart. She instantly throws water on it and, like, draws more water and she loosens the chalk and she just scrubs it because like i don't know about you guys and your experience with like i don't know witchcraft but like if you have the marks right if you think oh here we go supernatural you know if you have like the demon trap you just scuff it you scuff it and it's inefficient or if you have a salt like a circle of salt if you break it doesn't work that's where she's going here so i'm just saying it's pretty smart very quick thinking but on top of that she's like get me the fuck out of here she gets dressed and she's like i'm going out her guards, what I think is funny, probably because she's done this before for, like, midnight reading, her guards don't really even question that she, like, asked to go to the library, and it's, like, midnight. Those are good guards. I mean, yes, I fully respect that. So she, um, they leave her, they leave them, like, they just stay in the main floor, and she takes off into the stacks because she's looking for, um, she's basically found a bunch of the wardmark books in the same spot way back in, like, these dusty, forgotten stacks. Um, and she comes around the corner... And just freezes because Mahini is sitting there. And she stares at her with wide eyes. And Selena, like, is like, oh, you gave me a fright. And Nahemia smiles, but, like, it's a very, like, not a great smile. And, like, Nahemia in um, Eelway goes, what are you doing here? And Selena goes, I couldn't sleep. And... That's when she notices the book that Nahimi is reading. She's like, it wasn't the book they used during their lessons. Because remember, she's supposedly teaching her the common tongue. Yes. Supposedly. Right. And so that's when Selena notices it was like a thick aging book. And it had like dense lines of text. So that's like pretty advanced, it seems like. And she goes, what are you reading? And Nahimi slams the book down and says nothing and stands up. And Selena, like, kind of looks at her and notices, like, her lips are pursed and, like, she has her chin lifted. So it's, like, a defiant gesture. And 
Selena just goes, I thought you couldn't read at that level yet. And Nehemia, in perfect pronunciation in the common tongue, goes, then you're like every ignorant fool in this castle, Lillian. And just walks away. Oh, Nehemia. So that's a little sus. Well, what I thought was pretty shitty was, like, it wasn't like Selena was treating her like that. Like, because, like, she asked Mm -hmm. for help. Yeah. And Selena was, like, taking time to, like, teach her and et cetera. And then, like, Nehemia just comes at her with this shit. Well, it seems kind of shitty in general because also, like, one of the main reasons Selena's asking is, like you said, like, you went to her for help. But also, like, you've just been caught in a lie. Like, and then you're a shitty back instead of just, like, I I feel like she could have been, like, oh, I've been, like, progressing quicker. Like, you could have come up with a lie. Like, I've been progressing quicker and I didn't want you to, like, feel bad that, like, I was doing it without you or something. Like, it's just something. Like, come on. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. And so Selena just kind of stands there and watches her go. And she's like, Nehemia couldn't read books that advanced, not when she still stumbled through lines of text. And Nehemia never spoke with that kind of flawless accent. And that's when she notices there's a piece of paper that had fallen out of the book um, that Nehemia had been reading. Of course. A clue. Right? Yeah. Blues, clues. (sighs) And so... She eases it out, she unfolds the paper, looks at it, and she rolls around, and she's looking after where Nehemia just disappeared, and she tucks the the paper into her pocket, and she goes back to the great room. The ward yeah, of course mark- you wouldn't read the paper right there. You wouldn't give a shit about the paper. Uh-huh. No. Of course not. Sure. I think she looked at it, but the problem is, is it's a ward mark. And that's when she's like, what the fuck? So she kind of has, like, a mini little, like, not breakdown, but, like, she's like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? She's like, okay, Nehemia couldn't have played her like that. Nehemia wouldn't have lied day after day about how little she knew. Nehemia had been the one to tell her that the etchings in the garden were ward marks. This fucking girl that you don't know at all? Sure. That she still doesn't know your you. name? Yeah, she, she is your other fake you. name? Sure, 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 like, sure. Like, I just, like... You're Your known bestie. as you're known as Selena, or like what? What's her first? Uh, the the Lillian. what's the other Lillian? But then what's the other that people like never actually knew Selena was the name of the at assassin? Is it just Alderon's assassin? Is the other name she goes yeah. by or whatever? Alderon, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever you don't know understand. Yeah. Um. So like, I mean, at least at least Nahimi doesn't know that she's the assassin, I guess. But like, she still calls you Lillian. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess that's better than. But like. She doesn't know you, and like you don't know her, and Didn't I did kind of find it interesting. You? Like, Didn't you know oh all about you. Okay, continue. That's so, right there. Thank you. Um, and that's she's like Nehemia told her what word mark, like that, like the things in the garden were word marks, and she'd warned her away from him, right? And like, but then it clicks. Nehemia came from a conquered kingdom. And the king of Alderaan had ripped the crown off her father's head and stripped his title from him. And the people of Ilway were being kidnapped in the night and sold into slavery, right along with the rebels that rumor claimed Nehemia supported so fiercely. And 500 Ilway citizens had just been butchered. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a little bit of motive. Righteous motive. Righteous motive. motive. And Selena has tears in her eyes. And... She thinks Nehemia had every reason to deceive them, to plot against them, 
to tear apart this stupid competition and send everyone into a tizzy. Who better to target than the criminals living here? No one would miss them, but the fear would seep into the castle. I mean, that's very true. Everybody's fearful, but nobody really gives a shit that they're actually dead. Let's be honest. That's true. And But then her last thought is, but why would Nehemia plot against her? <laughs> and uh, that lovely... Uh, that lovely line is how we end. Mm. LOL. So, I have like, lots to say here in a couple minutes. Okay, so with that, guys, so that we don't have Madison, like, stroke out by waiting. Um, Madison, social media for the week first, Bubby. Okay. ACOTR podcast, obviously, guys, um, share us, post about us, uh, especially in like Facebook groups. That's a big way to help us out. Like if you could just like share our podcast in a Facebook group, tell us, you know, tell them how much you love us. Uh, hearts, hearts. We love you. Um, reach out, chat, etc. cetera. Um, for those on the Patreon, we have picked our October book. Okay, our October book is going to be um, Daughter of Smoke and Bone by Lainey Taylor, um, book club and wine night members. The private Discord link is going to go out to you very soon. Um, October 1st will be the date for that, so we can share all our thoughts while we read. And then we are going to very quickly pick a date for our Zoom date night, chat night, drink night. I haven't, you know, named it officially yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah so come and join the fun is what i'm saying come and join the patreon come and join the fun chat with us you know be with us um honestly during this episode in the middle of this episode like i posted nude fan art and i literally immediately sent it to our not safe for work account and was like oh hello yes yeah, <laughs> like our right in the middle of recording this episode i was like here's some nudes guys have some fun our dis our Discord server uh, is just oh like I don't even it's chaotic in the best way. We have like the not safe for work. We have the general. We have a book recommendation. Like, I, and and just a fun fact: the Discord is available to all tiers. I'm just saying. Yeah. So definitely get on that, um, especially if you want dick pics. <laughs> you know, just I mean, there've been some good ones. Yes, if you want some dick pics from Mads, just hit that up. Um, so that's where we are at. Oh, and our TikTok. I have gotten back into the TikTok at the request, and I'm trying, guys. Um, okay, so before we move on, we are about to get into series spoilers. So if you have not finished the Throne of Glass series, like the whole series, not like, oh, I'm on book three or four. No, trust me right now, especially with what we're about to talk about, if you have not finished the series, now is the time to drop off. We I'm love you, but drop off for your own Hard mistake. in the paint. Exactly. Okay, you have three, two, one. Madison. I fucking yours. hate Nehemia. I hate her, I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. You can only that in. <laughs> oh my god, I hate her. She's just like... She's so conniving. She's so conniving. Her and Elena. Ugh. I just, I, 
I'm also, yeah, that line of like, Nehemia wouldn't lie to her, wouldn't like do this, this, yeah. this. It's like, oh, but she would literally lies to you until her death. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. And so then she has every right to be pissed off. I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm so confused because I'm just like, you know what I don't understand is like, Elena, like, literally, or not Elena, Jesus, Aelin, literally is so heartbroken by the whole Nehemia thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That Nehemia is a bitch. She's just like, I, uh, yeah, I don't she know. She was and then... in on it with Elena, and Elena sucks. Yes. Yeah. Also, LOL at the story that Dorian tells where he's like, oh, yeah, together Gavin and Elena slew Erwin. Did they? Did they, bitch? Did they slay him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't think think that really happened. I don't think so. Also, the whole story of, like, how the Eye of Elena, like, their whole story of, like, what it was and a spirit. Oh, a spirit. A spirit gave it to her? A spirit. Nobody nobody in particular? Nobody familiar? (laughs) Whole story is bullshit. You live in a house of lies. Or what is it? You sit on the throne of lies. Dorian is for sure not a historian. No. No, he's not. No, he's not. But also, like, I think it's insane to me. I completely forgot until we reread for this week, like, until I was reading for this week. We literally get the big bad's name in book one, Erwin. Yep. After that, that right there that we just talked about, like, Erwin, I genuinely don't think we hear that name again for, like, a long time. We're going to have to, like, plot this out. Yeah. I literally I have, know. you know, I've got I think, an entire I think... blank wall in my reading room. I'm about to post it and thread <laughs> it up. Because I really don't know when the next time we talk about it is. I don't know. Well, I already probably... had to do, like, the, the freaking org chart of my, like, of her family and Dorian's families to, like, show how they, like, you know, end up being, you know, nameless is my price. I think we hear of him in Queen of Shadows. I think, honestly, that's the next time. That's book two. No, that's book no. four. Book four. Yeah. You don't think we don't hear any more about it in Crown of Midnight when they're going, like, when you get more Definitely of the Definitely not in Crown of Midnight. I don't no. know. Okay. Not Era Fire either because Era oh, Fire no, is Era... the greatest masterpiece. Era Fire, you might hear about him when you hear more about uh Maeve and her background, but I don't I think don't they think... name him. I think it's just her husband the only and his brother. Era Fire is that there's no bathtub sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the only thing missing there. in that book. But like I just find that insane given how long this fucking series is yeah. and like how like crazy it gets and it's kind of like oh we've had we've met duke parrington early on and we hear the name erwin oh shit they're one in the same that's what i'm saying it just comes back to bite you in the ass it's crazy yeah i just like and the fact that like right away like dorian like the eye of elena is so comforting to elaine like to jesus to selena but it's also, like, calls to Dorian in a way. Because remember, he saw it before when she was sleeping, and he was, like, it was oddly comforting. Like, it looked eerily familiar. He saw it when she was sleeping, when he was in her room, like, before. And then this is the first time he actually asked her about it, because he noticed that she wears it all the time. And so, like, the fact that the, like, the Eye of Elena, i.e. the key, essentially calls <laughs> to both of them. 
because they both could have taken the role, found that yep. pretty interesting too. I just this it's insane. The level of like mapping plot mapping here is, is insane. It hurts my head. I it just blows my mind. I just yeah. Tuh. But like yeah, pretty insane. I don't like. That's all I really like. Oh, and the ward mark being like that they drew it under her bed. Because correct me if I'm wrong, that was like, that was bad. That wasn't, was that? No, that was a good one. No, that was Nehemia. Oh, okay. Yeah, Oh, her. right, because the, the mark was there, and she put the spiral around it. Isn't that yeah. what it ends up there's being? Like, I, I have to remember. There's like, she does it like, it looks similar to the bad one. But it's But there's not. like a slight difference. Okay, okay, yeah. I can't see. I guys, just full full disclosure for the Throne of Glass episodes, I don't read ahead because it's been a minute since I read Throne of Glass, so it's kind of fun to me to like almost like remember. And yeah, so I don't remember that, but like I just just this I again every like especially as we get further into the book, I feel like every week we're just like, oh my god, how did we not notice? But all right, any other. Series spoilers before I sign off. Nope. Mads, any more hatred? Any, any, you just want to say it I'll one more time? my hatred. It's going to be throughout. Okay. Okay. We got to be up. We got to space it out. All right, guys. So that wraps up this uh, Throne of Glass episode. Um, if you're like Caitlin and you don't know what the song was that we were talking about, please go I listen literally to Ice have Cream no Paint idea Drop. What that song was. That's fine. What if you haven't, wow. just go go listen to Ice Cream Paint Drop for us. Thank you. That's the homework for this episode. I don't know. I don't know. All right, guys. So we uh, obviously this will drop on a Wednesday. So have a great rest of your week. We'll be back with a Court of Wings and Rune episode on Sunday. So with that, guys. <laughs> XOXO, the cadre. Bye.